DCM works. We're hooked on a feeling. Guys, this week I'd like to thank all of our Patreons uh, who support us and everyone who subscribes to us on YouTube. Uh, we are loving your support over there, and we couldn't do this without you. Hey guys, welcome back to the Art for Artists podcast, official podcast of DCM Works. I am David, DCM creative director, lead writer, as always, and I'm joined by my co-host Ben. Hello. And today we are talking about costumes, Star Lord from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, you didn't pick up on that. AKA Peter Quill. <laughs> Yeah. Um, this is from the film, mind you. Yeah. I haven't what I haven't read any of the yeah. comics. Well, you'll I'll have to expose you to them at some point. They're yeah. great. You have to f- make force me to read them. Yes, I will. Um, they're they're pretty good. Um, the yeah. new ones are excellent. Uh, so I guess we'll start where we always start with costumes, which is with the costume designer. Uh, so Alexandra Byrne, um, who did That's a cool last name. Yeah, she did. Um, I think she did a few of the Thor films and some of the Avengers as well. So she's yep. quite prolific in Marvel. Yep. Um, she and James Gunn, who's the director of Guardians, uh, they worked together really closely on Peter Quill's outfit because when they knew that they were going to cast Chris Pratt, apparently they were like, we need to make sure that it suits... Because he's kind of like, as a person, he's kind of this fun, outlawish yeah, kind of person. Guy, yeah. yeah, he's a kind of like he's roguish. Like, he's the kind of guy you typecast to be funny. Yeah, he's like a roguish outlaw who's kind yeah. of a goof, you know. Um, and so... You know, I think it's interesting that we don't really see any kind of... In the comics, you don't see any Star-Lord that even vaguely resembles Chris Pratt's until after 2008. So, like, the majority of the Guardians run, he looks totally different to what we see in the film. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting because no one complained about that. I think largely because no <laughs> one they knew. just sort of, like, reboot and everyone was like, whatever? Yeah, so... Because well, it wasn't really that big? Yeah, and also Star-Lord wasn't, like, a huge character. Yeah. He kind of ran the Guardians for a while, but then kind of him and Iron Man would split between some of them. Like, they would have different teams that they would run, and he wasn't always in charge, yeah. which I think is why there was sort of less outrage. Plus, as always, no one knew who he was beforehand, but the minute the film comes out, everyone's a fucking expert. So. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, that's how that works. Yeah, so it's kind of interesting to look at the evolution of Burns' design to what we ended up getting in the end from the comics, because it's kind of this weird, like... She clearly was working... Like, they must have been talking to whoever was writing the comics at the time, because they kind of evolved with the comics, which is cool. Yeah. Um, so, Gunn tweeted some kind of interesting pictures of Star-Lord's helmet early on um, that resemble the character's helmet pre-2006 much more closely than the thing we see in the film. Um, and so I don't know if you can see it there on your phone, but yeah. there's um, the, the, the comic panels below um, that first concept art. It's kind of this weird, like... It's, like, got, like, a hawk's... It's got, like, a weird visor on the front. It looks like that weird anime where they all have, like, eagle heads for helmets. Yeah. I don't it know what like It looks like a called. Power Ranger helmet, to be honest. Yeah, that, like, um, that kind of thing. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, and in most of the comics, he wears, like, this blue suit with, like, this blue... It's very suit. non-utilitarian. Yeah. Like it's his, very, like, thematic. Yeah, his, his entire outfit in the comics used to just be that, like, it was what he wore all the time because he lives in space and he's always fighting people. So it was, yeah. like, this space suit and he had jetpack... It was pretty clean, but the back was always really detailed. And you can see that in that concept art as well. But um, I think... Oh, I just punched my pop filter. I think, <laughs> you know, the early designs of the helmet really resemble, like, these gas masks. Um, I haven't included them in this in this document, but if you if you Google or just hit up on Twitter, you go to James Gunn's account, he tweeted, like, a row of these. Yeah. Um, and they're these, like, weirdly gas mask gas, like, a big, like, bug-eyed oh, yeah. masks that look like kind of, like... Canister on the bottom. Yeah, and, like, uh, it's quite... Pipes coming out of it. Yeah, it's quite jarring to yeah. look at. Um, those were, like, the initial designs. And Gunn himself said, I wanted the eyes to be big, as if he was perpetually surprised. Not your, regu- <laughs> not your regular hero. 
Yeah. We might have overdone it a bit when he was talking about those images <laughs> where they're quite yeah. like wide eyed. But mm. I think that's interesting that he was like, we want the costume to reflect Quill's personality. Yeah, I've never because he's not a classic hero. No, you know? he's never really like in you know in the know. Yeah, he's always kind of on the backhand. He's like stumbling he's, into yeah, stuff. Yeah, which is why he's always fun because it's like you know he's a complete fuck up, and he's like yeah, but he gets happens, through it anyway you know? because it's he just, you know he's, it's what he's, he does. He's bumbly, but not in like a dumb way. No, you know, um, and he's not even an anti-hero either. Like it's just no, it's just it's just of, kind of this weird. It kind of sits outside. He's more like a cowboy than anything. Yeah, you know. And then, obviously, the the, cow, the helmet would eventually evolve into what we saw Pratt wear in the film. And it was tweaked, apparently, really close to the end of filming to match his features a little more closely. So, like, Oh, yeah, that's important. Yeah, so, like, the idea being that, like, when he puts it on, it's still kind of vague. Not even that it looks like him, but that, like, it suits his structure. We talked about this, um, you know, it's pretty important for helmets. Like, it has to look good on that person's body. Yeah, or else it kind of just sort of... You know, because when you, especially with helmets and most current films, a lot of the time you have the you have the solid helmet that the person's wearing, and especially with um, Star Lord's helmet when it like goes like, like turns on when it materializes. Yeah, that's that's a CG effect, so they have to make that transition between no face and face in a way that looks like it's possible yeah and like, that... they don't want to just have parts of it clipping through like parts of his head because it has to to get the helmet yeah shape and that the way the that end. the way that that looks in the film is gorgeous oh yeah it's really like, i don't know who thought of that when they were putting it together because that's not how the helmet it used to be a literal helmet in the comics yeah i don't know who thought of that combined earpiece helmet thing but that is just brilliant like yeah it's, i did like it it there's something about that all of his kit his gadgets are so cool and especially how he like in the sense that he uses it in space it sort of helps draw like push the idea of this being like really far in the future because most other characters the idea of like putting a helmet on you know for space travel it's like it would be something really bulky that like clips in you'd be like out the side yeah like expels like excess air in it like there'd be all this funky stuff to get it to actually be safe but it just goes and he's fine i mean even like you're like that's so cool even like iron man's helmet because it happens so guardians happens at the same time as the avengers right yeah so like even iron man's helmet it goes but his just goes yeah and i think that's the the yeah the sort of parallel they draw they draw a lot with iron man's helmet going on because they have a lot of shots in like original Iron Man and the Avengers of yeah. his helmet going on, going which is on all CG. Yeah, um, but it looks really, me- it's really mechanical because yeah. it's what well, it's a it's a suit. It's yeah. not really a living thing, which almost Peter Quill's yeah like, his, helmet feels like a living I mean, thing that all sort of, of just forms over his face. Yeah, it, it. I mean, all of his gadgets have this sense of like being being part of him, and they're very like. It seems like what's happened is that he's like, and in the same way that like. Iron Man's outfit and his armor slowly evolved. Quill's outfit seems to be like he's tailored it to work with his gadgets perfectly. Yeah. Um, and I'll talk about that a bit when we get to like the, the coat and the shoes and stuff. But I think the kind of slightly, it's got this slightly steampunk aspect to the helmet, just slightly. Yeah. Um, especially in the eyes. Yeah, especially the in the eyes. The eyes are like these weird, like, monocles. Because they're quite things. small. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. They're like bug eyes. Yeah. Kind of looks like a bug with his helmet. Yeah, which is exactly what james gunn yeah. was saying so it's like clearly they, he succeeded there and even like when like, they when ant-man came out i was like that looks like peter Quill's yeah <laughs> they've, they've changed it yeah. if you've seen the trailers for civil war they've changed ant-man's helmet dramatically 
Yeah. He's got a whole new suit now. Yeah, it's really obviously he was wearing a suit from like the 60s in, <laughs> in the film <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Um, but like, I think the the cool thing about the, the, the design of that earpiece, as we were saying before, is that Quill in his life will need to put it off and on really quickly. Yeah. And like in situations where he gets flung into space, you can't just be like, oh, time to put on my helmet. No. You can just go boop. And so yeah. that to me is just like genius. Like, I don't, I don't even know who thought of that. Probably James Gunn. I don't know. Or a also, writer. if you think about it, like, um, from like a utility point of view. Yeah. If you wanted to block off any orifice yeah. while you're in space, you'd block off your ears. Yes. It's easy to close your mouth and just like pinch your nose or whatever, but your ears are these weird, just like pressure pressure yeah. points we have this you know your eardrums and there's all this pressure shit going on like your ears are weird yeah so having it sort of start at his ears which are like sort of the weird weak point of pressure for humans it's why our ears get blocked when we go on planes yeah. it's like your throat doesn't get blocked yeah, humans are dumb human, human ears are weird we're, we're, so we're like having poorly. Yeah, so having it sort of <laughs> having it start in his ears is sort of like it's almost like well thought out. See, I didn't like, he's even clearly know. like he's like yeah, you know, it starts on my ears because that's where it needs to start. See, I didn't <laughs> know that. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, guys, so talking about his coat, he has three coats in the film. So he has the trench coat that we see in the first shot. Yeah. He has the waistcoat that is part of the trench coat, and then he has the regular leather coat that we see him wear the most. Um, yeah. So the, yeah, the trench coat and the leather coat are similar materials. Well, I from what I understand, um. All, all three of the so like the trench coat has the leather coat within uh, sorry the the waistcoat within it yeah so like when after that initial scene when he gets back into his spaceship um That's he takes like off the... the over he takes off the over trench coat and he's just wearing like the waistcoat yeah um all of that from what I understand is supposed to be of the same leather yeah because um, it's the same red red kind of color as yeah well, it's yeah. it's it's the color of the reavers or uh, uh, I think they're called reavers I, yeah I've written it here somewhere um but. Yeah, so on on his particular coat, this is interesting again, um, is that Burns said that the costume might look like leather, but it's actually really heavily treated cotton. Like, the... The the leather coats are actually heavily treated cotton. Oh, really? Yeah, which is kind of cool. That's pretty... Yeah, it's it's leather. So (laughs) what it means is that, like, what, what happens when he's wearing it is that it has, like, it doesn't feel too heavy. Yeah. And so, like... They would have to do a lot of, um sound design and post to make it sound like leather because cotton would yeah nothing true, like leather true but they do that for anything regardless yeah but the other like, thing is that he's got a lot of other clippy clunky bits on him anyway yeah like he's got his like he wears like a he wears his belt quite low and like he's got all these other sounds going on because he's got these yeah. cool boots and stuff so like the combination of the fact that it's not actually leather is super weird yeah but it also means that when they filmed it it feels like it's not leather, but you don't so know it's, it's not leather. To... So it feels more like it's from some space planet somewhere. Oh, okay, yeah. you know what it fe- you know, actually you know what it feels like to me. It feels like he's picked it up from some like vintage, like <laughs> thrift to, shop on a, moon. a space option. Yeah, no, that's exactly yeah. right. And like, um, I mean, it's I, the kind of thing he, his character would do. Yeah, and he I think it's sort of... oh, it's echoed in Burns' description where she says that you wouldn't have made this. She says it has to be something you put on that just fits. Guardians had a very retro pulpy feel, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> it would be it would be like she's, she's talking about Peter Cole's jacket. It would be like finding a brilliant eighties jacket that just said, This is the right thing for you. And I think she's totally right. Like that you could is, see, that is exactly what you it could is. see Peter Quill waltzing into yeah. like a thrift shop and being like, Oh my god, look at these three coats. How yeah. cool are these? I'll take them you, all. You get yeah, like that sort of like I've had that experience a few times where you just walk into a shop and you see something, you're like That's, that's exactly I, it's exactly totally it. right. Yeah. Um and yeah. I think that's that's really sort of well like a good way to design his character because he is from Earth. 
Yeah. During the... During the 80s. Yeah, during the 80s. Yeah, so he's got this pulpy, yeah. like, rock and I mean, star. They, they portray it very obviously through the music choice, but mm. subtle things like that, which you don't notice because you don't really... You're just like, oh, it's just a leather jacket. But in the back of your mind, you you associate that with, like, you know, 80s greases. And the fact and, that like, it's, like, a leather sort of... jacket with zips <laughs> yeah. in weird places and, like, odd layering it's like of a, shoulders and stuff. It's, all, it's pretty close to, like, a leather varsity jacket. Yeah, it's which very similar. screams 80s. That, <laughs> like... I think that my favourite of his coats, as much as it's a weird... It would look weird on... The thing about the coats is that they're built for Chris Pratt's shape. Yeah. So, like, that leather coat that he wears would look weird on anyone that isn't Chris Pratt because it has this huge... I don't know if you've seen it, but, like, the trench coat has this really big, like, metal shoulder guard that you don't really notice because it's the same color as the leather. Yeah. But, like, it adds this sense of, like, real weight to the coat, and it's got, like, a leather clip on one of the the front flaps or whatever. And it's this super heavy, like, elaborate thing that you might imagine, like, someone... Like, it doesn't feel like it would be used for a job anywhere on Earth. Like, it's clearly from space. Yeah. And you're like, what are those clips Yeah, it's one of those weird, just, like, greebly things that they were just like, yeah, it's just give them a... Yeah, they're like, metal plate like let's chuck up space. Let's chuck a bit of metal on his arm. Yeah. Or whatever. Like it's kind of cool, <clears throat> and like uh, I think particularly, you know, one of the things that Burns said that I think is really interesting. She talks about the fact that um, his like rock star or outlaw look really mirrors. It's supposed to be like a mirroring of Yondu's Ravengers because they all wear the red leather as well. Yeah. But his is like the outlaw version of that, <laughs> so it doesn't quite match their colors properly, yeah. and like he's. His insignia are all in the wrong places, and, yeah. like, the zips are incorrectly made. And she's like, a few of the zips we actually broke on it, so that they're, like, stuck halfway. <laughs> and, like, kind of interesting stuff like That's that. That's pretty good. Um, and she was like, yeah, and Chris Pratt would fiddle with the zips in between scenes, so they yeah. were sometimes different, which is kind of cool, because that's, that's what you do yeah. if you're wearing zips, you know. Um, and I think, I just talked before, when we were saying about the sound design with the boots themselves... They're actually super weird boots. Like, you don't notice it in the film, because he's just, like, you don't it's really notice boots, it. Yeah. But, like... He's basically wearing, like, normal boots, but he's got these weird, like, layered shin guards over them that look like they're from, like, a hockey match or something, but yeah. of, like, a space leather. And it's not until you look at them, you're like, that's so fucking weird. But it, <laughs> they just look like a cowboy overboot or something. Yeah. And they've got these weird metal clips on the side um, that are, like, the the clips for his rocket attachments. Yeah. And um, they, they, they show... If you look at the film, and you've, I was going through some freeze frames last night... Underneath those clips, the metal of those clips is really, like, scratched and battered because he's taken them off and put them on oh, so many times. so, like, there's... He's, like, yeah, scraping the clips against... Yeah, because yeah. every time he's taken them off, he's scraping them. Yeah. So they're really scraped and weathered. Oh. And I was like, oh, my God, that is so... <laughs> so that's solid. such good design. Yeah. Um, and then even, like, um, the the boots themselves, they come up to, like, nearly his knees. Like, the, the, the guards on his boots. So it adds yeah. to that, like, pulpy cowboy Yeah, they sort of just look like thing. big boots. Yeah, they look like he's wearing these big, goofy, yeah. like... I watched one Clint Eastwood film and I bought some boots kind of <laughs> yeah. thing, you know? Yeah. Like, it's this really outlaw-esque, like, kind of... I mean, he's super space cowboy he's Yeah, he's so like, space cowboy. It's just... But then when you see, I think particularly toward the end of the film, when everyone else starts wearing the red leathers, it you suddenly are like, oh, they're all space cowboys. Yeah. Like, it's so, it's it's so nice in that way. The fact that his, like, his outfit sort of turns into the uniform for all of them. Yeah, and it's, it's just because it's this jerry-rigged, like, yeah. weird vintage thrift shop bullshit. Yeah, it's super, it's super, it just makes it really characteristic of yeah. them. It's very pulpy 80s. Because like, they're, like, is. the Guardians are very, like, ragtag as it is. Yeah. Like, they're just a bunch of, like, literally, like, jail inmates for Yeah, they're just fucking time. outlaws, basically. They're just, you know. Just a bunch of guys that were in the same room at the same yeah. time. And that really, I think that really shows, and, like, even, you know, like, the fact that, um, 
like Gamora's leathers are actually a different color to everyone else's. Yeah. Because it's really hard. Because I think the reasoning behind that would be that it's really hard to find like female Ravenger leathers yeah, on that ship that they're on. Just looking through and just like there's no female sizes. So yeah. She's just like screw it. I'll just wear yeah. this. Whatever. She's like, oh, she's enough. like, I'll wear this and I'll taper it or whatever. Yeah. I'll cut it myself <laughs> or whatever it is. Which is kind of cool. Um, and I think like that idea of the fact that it's super battered but also, like, has this weird sense of elegance to it. Like, it's really simple. Yeah. And he wears, like, his really simple t-shirt underneath that's clearly a space t-shirt because it's got this weird thing around the neck. That's I don't know if you remember probably, that. probably, like, the seal for the yeah. space travel and sort of thing. Kind of thing. So that's the main thing we, we look at outfits where, they're like, you know, it goes into space. It's like, there will be points where it's like, you know, this thing is airtight. Because if it wasn't, they would die in space and yeah obviously part of it's just thrown in because oh the future which is obviously the mask as we talked about yeah but you know you've got to, you got to have those points where it's like you know oh the the shirt is like sealed yeah. around the neck and that's what the helmet connects to or something yeah which it doesn't of course because you can see yeah which doesn't which but, i at first when i saw it i was just like mm, this wouldn't work at all but it doesn't like, need to because he's also not totally human yeah so in in the comics well i don't want to spoil it because it might be in the next film but yeah he's you find out at the end of the film that he's half something else yeah and i it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting (laughs) to see who they make him because there's a lot there's a few options he's had like two or three origin stories in the comics comics, but um what's really cool about that is that it kind of just adds to the fact that his costume is so weird and cobbled together yeah because it's like the boots particularly, if, if you if you haven't seen them, just for anyone at home, if you Google the boots that he's wearing, um, they're super fucking weird. Like, they're weirdly toed as well. Like, they're not flat-toed boots. They're, like, they come to, like, a weird rounded upward point. Like, it's really weird. They're, they're like really weird shoes. Yeah, a little like bit. Like, jester boots. And you're like, what the fuck? They're That's... almost like, they're like jester boots combined with slippers or something. Yeah. But then, like, he's got the over-panel guard like the over leather guards over them and then like these green gems like it's a fucking weird outfit yeah but you put it all together and you're like well what else would he wear like it yeah it's almost like you know he just sort of found them when he was raiding some ship one yeah and he was like i like he looks at his boots and looks at those boots he's like yeah i'll swap them out yeah he's playing some fucking rpg and he just like look and he's just like yeah it's got better stats and just throw them on that's exactly how that happens yeah Yeah. i pretty much imagine that's how his whole outfit yeah he's just like it's like eh they're better. They don't look... Yeah. They don't fit the outfit, but they're better for some reason. Like, maybe his original boots didn't have the clips, and his rockets yeah. were just strapped on with With tape. just, like, tape. <laughs> and so he's like, wow, those actually have the strap. Like, I'm taking those pants. I'm taking those. And yeah, it's kind of cool. Swaps them out. It's just like, all right, it's you, like... Oh, that is exactly how that would sort of, It's a weird sort of 80s utilitarian, like, vibe, which, like, which creates that, like, pop feeling, that pulp feeling. Pulp, 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 pulp feeling because that's that's what it was. Like leather jackets were worn because they were durable and they lasted and years. They're really useful. Yeah, and they yeah. bajillion pockets and they're comfortable and yeah. they and because of that they looked cool. Yes, know. they became cool. Yeah, and that feels like what Star Lord has done. Yeah, and like I just there's something about the fact that he's got all that kit and like his elemental guns in particular. We might do an episode of weapons on this at some point, but. They are they suit him perfectly because they have like four settings. He uses them as guns. He uses them as like batons. He uses them as like yeah. They um, just they they would do everything like tasers kind of thing. and yeah. it like it, that just suits his outfit perfectly because that's what everything else is. Yeah, it's like oh, it's a jacket, but it's also good for space travel. But it also got a long coat that's yeah. good for when it's shitty weather. It also or, keeps me warm. Yeah, yeah, like, or like it's like it's just like oh, he's thought of everything because you would have to because that's yeah. how you would live if you were this ravenger. 
weird outlaw cowboy guy. Yeah. And, like, I think it's a triumph of, like, both costume design, but also just character design in general. Like, it's a brilliant way to take this idea of a space cowboy that we all have and we all love so much from, like, Firefly or whatever. Yeah. And just, like, grapple it into the Marvel Universe. And when the comics caught up to it, it made more sense that he looked like the way that Peter Quill does in the comics. Yeah. And so it's like, now he looks like Chris Pratt. Out. He looks like Chris Pratt from the film, not Solo from the comics. Yeah, I always found that was that was interesting when the when the film would be made, they would sort of slowly morph the comics towards the actor, because they're like, yeah, most people watch... Like, most people who read these comics also watch the films. And it doesn't always happen. Like, Batman doesn't experience that, neither does Superman. But, like, there's there's elements of characters where it's... I suppose that difference between Marvel and DC yeah, DC, it separates... It's universe. It's like it separates its universe into different sort of yeah. Plus sub- they they always have like three lines. or four parallel comics. Yeah, of, like so there'll be like three Batman's at once. Or Which whatever. they've actually made canon in a sense through some of their games now. Actually, yeah, particularly with um some of their Flashpoint stuff. But, yeah, but yeah, I mean, like it's it's really interesting, and I'm so glad that the outfit works because it's such a triumph of like what happens when you get it right. And you don't think about it, and you're like, well, obviously that's what he'd wear. He's a fucking space cowboy. Like, that's just your only thought on it at the time. I think time. the one thing I'm looking forward to in the next films is what they're going to do with Rocket Raccoon's version of the uniform. Yeah. Like, whether they keep the uniform for everyone, or they do some dumb shit where they're like, oh, everyone rebels against the uniform, and they just go back to what they were wearing. Which is fine, because, you know, it's... Well, we see in that, M- we see in that end scene, like, Gamora's wearing a dress, which is very uncharacteristic. Yeah. I think, um... I think we'll see, like, a mix... Yeah. Um, which would be good. Like, I always liked Rocket Raccoon's outfit, because it was sort of just, you know, it was kind of weird. He's wearing just, like, a jumpsuit. Yeah, because it's what you would have raccoon. to wear. Yeah, because he's nothing, a, What else he's would you wear? Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, he's always he's always dressed real weird in the comics. Yeah. So that kind of makes sense. But yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it for our um, episode here on Star Wars Outfit. Um, Peter Quill. Yeah, Peter Quill's outfit. I'm really excited for the next one. Yeah, it's going to be I'm great. really excited to see what they do, and, and um, I'm assuming if they keep Burn on as the costume designer, which they should... We should see some interesting stuff. I think just stuff. the next few years of Marvel are just are just going to be amazing because, you know, with sort of you know, when Marvel films first came out, which was basically Iron Man one, like the first big mm. like new Marvel, it was sort of like right, we're just like sort of doing singular films of characters, and then there was this weird convergence with Avengers, and then even further convergence when Guardians of the Galaxies, and then all the Thors and the Captain Americas, and now we're at this peak where it's like. It's all going downhill from there. <laughs> yeah. Like, not in quality, but in terms of, like, we're coming to, like, an end of yeah, an era where everything's coming together. Like, Next Guardians yeah. is going to be... It's going to be the prequel to the Infinity War, basically. Yeah. And then we have that, which is basically going to be the end of the current MacGuffin quest of and probably Infinity when, Stones. And probably when we see, hopefully, Planet Hulk? I hope. Anyway. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, we're excited, uh, and we... Yeah, I mean, I hope they keep Burn on, because she's doing a bang-up job with the mm. costume design. Keep um, that 80s vibe going. Yeah. Uh, live so the dream. Can live, the, live, live the pulpy dream. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so where can people find us, Ben? Uh, you can email us at podcast at dcm.works. Uh, yep, or yeah. you can uh, hit us up on Patreon, patreon.com slash dcmworks. We've got YouTube at dcm underscore works. Uh, that's Twitter. Shit. Shit. YouTube, YouTube you have to DCM. search for dcm.works. Yeah, you have to DC. Um, or just dcmworks. I'm still getting on the... Yeah, I think that'll come up. I'm working on the URL. 
Um, but otherwise, for everything else, as always, links in the show notes. Uh, same with sources and all that good stuff. Yep. Um, if you guys have any questions, hashtag AFA pod, or you can email us. We follow that shit on Twitter. We do. Um, but otherwise, that's going to do it for this episode, Ben. Um, yep. And we will see all of you lovely listeners in the next episode. <laughs> and like, because those three things are there, it's like, it's exceptionally good. Hey, I could do it in a heartbeat and make millions, but it would feel like gouging my soul out. Yeah. Jurassic Park's a little more like DDR. If Shrek is a fairy tale creature, can he actually own land and want to kick them off? Like, where did that come from? You have to make a lot of shit up to make good art. Yeah. yeah. That's, like, that's just the truth, man. Like.